Hey folks, you're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm Jason Kurtman on the other end of the Clean Feed link. Uh, well, first of all, right across the room from me, I have, to, I have to do this in order of importance, Jim. You know how that goes. I do. Yeah. Uh, across the room from me, just uh, to my left and a little bit behind me, is my lovely bride, my wife, my helpmeet, my confidant, my cohort. <laughs> What's another adjective I could use? My lovely wife. The person who occasionally cooks for you? How about that? <laughs> yeah. She did, too. She has. Yeah. Uh, that's Sarah, my lovely wife, across the country. My partner in crime, my cohort, my... Well, if I had a mini-me, <laughs> no, <laughs> it would be Jim. Who wants mustard with this? Nelson, how are you doing, Jim? As I tweedle my mustache. Are you tweedling your mustache? I'm tweedling my mustache. I guess there's worse things you could be doing with your mustache, right? He said he said mini me. It's like was that a short comment? I, you know Ooh. what? I I didn't realize it, but I guess it is, you know, cuz you remember what I said after I saw you uh after 30 years. I yes. thought you were taller. <laughs> yes. I remembered you being taller. Yes. And I think what it was, I didn't remember you being taller. I remember me being shorter. I think that's what it was. So. I get I, I get I get the same abuse from Joe that guy Martin. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's like you know, he, he comes out with the Lord of the Rings quotes of, of, shall I get you a box or would you like me to describe it for you? Yeah. I guess yeah. I'd have to watch Lord of the Rings to understand that. I tried to watch part of it one time. I just, it's it's not my thing. I don't like the, the what, what would you classify that as? Fantasy? Yeah, it, it, it's a little bit of fantasy and lore, I want to say, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Kind of on the order of C.S. Lewis, more than yeah, you know, more so than more so than Harry Potter. Yeah. When, when I was in fifth grade, my teacher, Mrs. Mueller, read to us the Chronicles of Narnia from C.S. Lewis, and I liked it then. But it was being read to me now. Um, I tried to watch the movie, couldn't get into it. Oh, I, I just—it's not my thing. Give we'll me, pray for you. Yeah, give me Chuck Norris or. Um, oh, hey, I do hey, like hey. historic horist, historical uh, movies and series. Um, I like hysterical ones too. Um, so hyster <laughs> and hyster. I don't like the hysterical historical ones though. I th I think, although I don't know, there's some funny things in in history that would make good. Jason good movies. thinks he's getting on Jim's good side by mentioning Chuck Norris. Little does Jason know, Jim doesn't have a good side. So. <laughs> I was thinking of that. Who do you want to narrate your life question on Facebook? And now I know it's not Jim Nelson. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah, maybe you should tell them about the what is it? The oh gosh, what's that? What was it? The movie that we saw? The uh, support your local gunslinger. Well, yeah, we saw support your uh, not your, your gunfighter. Support gunfighter. your local gunfighter, which I think was a sequel to support your local, local sheriff. sheriff. Yeah, so uh, that was pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't it, it had, have James Garner in it? Yep, it James did. Garner. It had uh, Suzanne. Pushet. I like yeah, uh, Chuck Connors from The Rifleman, and my yep. favorite all-time character actor. I think it's my all-time Pedro. Go is it Pedro Gonzalez? Gonzalez. Yes. Mm -hmm. The first time he was publicly seen was on that show with Groucho Marx, where he was a contestant. And the dude was hilarious. It came time for them to, to wager the amount of money they were going to do, and he looked at his partner and said, not too much, i got to buy beans tomorrow. And, you know, <laughs> he, just be, he was funny. And um, 
he did a little dance. He did some dancing and stuff, and he did a little dance for Groucho Marx. And Groucho said, uh, "Well, um, what what do you? We should go on the road together. What should we call ourselves? Two hot tamales." And Gonzalez says, "No, we we gonna call ourselves Gonzalez, Gonzalos, and and Groucho." And Groucho kind of looked at him, looked at the audience, looked it back at him, and said, "There's two people in the act, and I get third billing." <laughs> <laughs> and the story behind that is is that John Wayne was watching that episode and John Wayne started putting him in some of his movies and he became a Hollywood actor. He he's absolutely hilarious. He had a what about a 3 minute part in that movie and uh, yeah. uh, he played the barber. Mm-hmm. But uh, as soon as I heard his voice I recognized him. I was like that's Pedro. And uh, it's great. It's a good movie. Good what? movie. I wonder if that's who the who the character of uh, Speedy Gonzalez was based off of. Um, that's a good question. It could have been because it was around that time, probably yeah. that they. Uh, but but then again, Gonzalez is such a common uh, Hispanic name. Yeah, I'm not going off of the name. I'm going off of the the voice. Yeah. Well, it's, mm. honestly, it was a common. I, I hate to sound like a. <laughs> I'm stereotyping here, but it was a common accent too, you know. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, I, I'm going to say this for the Mexican people. I, yeah, I sound like I'm backtracking, trying to cover myself here, but I'm not because I worked with a lot of them um, in the call center environment, and I will tell you, some of those people are the hardest working people I've ever seen, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I could tell you stories, but that's a whole other show. Maybe, maybe not, but anyway. So, um, I got to tell you, Jim, we had a fantastic lunch today. It was great. I got to tell you what we did. Now, you're going you're, you're to say, well, that sounds like no big deal. It is, because um, I'm a hamburger guy. We cooked hamburgers out on the grill. I seasoned them with salt, pepper, and green chili salt and cooked mm. them out on the grill. I didn't use charcoal. I don't use charcoal very much, and there's a reason for it, because I, I smell like a burnt barn when I get done cooking with charcoal. I do, boy, and so I cooked them out on the on the uh, the gas grill. Yeah, that's what you call it, the propane accessories. <laughs> um, I cooked propane. it. Uh, yes, um, but be quiet, Bobby. Uh, yeah, that's there. You go, boy. We're getting some people in the chat room. We'll get back to them in just a minute here. But anyway, I also Sarah and I bought a, a few ears of corn down at the uh, local. Uh, what's that called? That corn buying place? The grocery store. The yeah, grocery that's, store. That's like the yeah. corn buying yeah. place. Oh, so, boy. And Sarah did something I never would have thought of. She partially shut the tip of the corn back before we bought them just to see uh, what was... Underneath? If they, yeah, what was underneath, if they looked like they were good. The first one she peeled back, half the corn wasn't even developed. I was like, well, I never would have thought of doing that. That's That's fantastic. Well, that's what you get, honey, for marrying somebody from Illinois. Somebody who goes to the corn buying place a lot. So, um, <laughs> but anyway, we cooked those out on the grill, buttered them up, salt and peppered them. We didn't do the the what we call it, Mexican street corn that we've done before, Mexican sweet corn, mm-hmm. um, which basically is a, a mix of uh, sour cream, half mayonnaise. Uh, what else do we we put in that? Uh, cayenne pepper, paprika, something like that. Yeah, and. Um, don't we usually put Parmesan cheese? Or and something? Parmesan cheese, and I have before in the past put a one barbecue rub in it, mixed it all up. You you mix that up. You don't even need butter on the corn. You just slather that all over the corn, and let me tell you, that's good eating. It's really really good. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. Back to the chat room. We got a lot of people in there, and I don't know who they are except for one. Well, two, me, 
Uh, I'm Jason Kurtman, the gravy guy. Um, <laughs> it is I. Be not afraid. Who typed that? That's me. Oh, okay. You didn't sign. <laughs> you didn't sign in. The- I don't know. I don't know why. It, normally, it like has me like automatically right? signed in, and uh-huh. this time it did not. Okay, so we've got <laughs> curious local. That's Jim. He's usually nightly Sir James. I'm I'm Jason the Gravy. Uh, we got N N zero R I C. That's our good friend Larry, all the way from Southeast Missouri. Larry, I will tell you, I had a meetup yesterday with one of our mutual friends, Chuck Charles. You know, <laughs> yeah. No, ch- What's that? It's George. He <laughs> oh, was okay. approving of the meeting. Oh, yes, he was. It was good to meet up with him. And he told me, Larry, that you had introduced us at one time in southeast Missouri to Ham Radio Club. Neither one of us could remember it, but we'll take your word for it. We sure will. Um, he was riding his really nice motorcycle. Uh, we met up with him. He's been on a, a good trip. There, there, Nightly Sir James just logged in. So, so that's. I guess you're not the curious loco or local anymore. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so uh, let's see. Where so we met up with him. Uh, let's see who else is dramatic soul. Is that by you? Who? What are you? Uh, what name are you under, Sarah? Uh, still not there yet. Oh, you're not there yet. Mm. So we've got dramatic soul in the chat room. I don't know who that is. If you'd like to identify yourself in the chat room, I'll give you a shout out. So let's talk real quick about some business. Of course, everybody knows you can find us at our fantastic website dot com. If you're listening to this, we would love to add you as a member of the Biscuits and Gravy Bunch on Facebook. Just search for just that, the Biscuits and Gravy Bunch. Jim, we have 122 members as of five minutes ago on that page. Fun, fun stuff. Cartoons are hilarious. And if you're a member there, you're more than welcome to post a picture. It doesn't have to be just me and Rodney and Sarah. Jim, I don't think you've posted anything there yet, have you? Uh, No. Not, Not to preach at you or anything, but, you know your page too you're an administrator get with it but i'm I'm pause there because i'm taking a a drink of a coke zero my beverage of choice tonight sarah what are you drinking you got go ahead what do you got lemonade lemonade and jim did you did you order the chocolate milk in a dirty glass because it's special occasion mama says uh you know it's special occasion you drink chocolate milk in dirty glass but every day is special occasion All right. So, um, <laughs> anyway, Biscuits and Gravy Bunch on Facebook. We're, we're fun there. We post two or three cartoons a day. and usually we'll, uh, we'll give you reminders, too, before the show. About an hour before the show, we post that we're getting ready to broadcast there. And uh, good stuff there. Uh, let's see. Larry says he's got some weather trying to brew north of him. Well, stay safe, Larry. Stay dry and be your same. That's one of my old phrases. Be be your same. I stole that from somebody. Be your same. I stole that from somebody. <laughs> yeah. I think I told you the story about that, didn't I? Be your same. The, um the, you you need to re- The graduating re- class of 1987 me. was making little uh speeches in a school assembly. One guy got up, and he was never known for being a great orator, neither am I. What's that word? That's orator. A, orator. Yeah. Orator. Yeah. Yes. So or, 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 or Raider? Right, something like that. Orator, orator? Yeah, one of them. And uh, he got one up. One of he, them are that. He said, I've just got one piece of advice for you. And he meant to say, be yourself. And he said, be your same. And I kind of thought about that. And I kind of like that. That just means be yourself and be consistent with it. Don't try to be somebody else. Be consistent with who you are. And I like that. Be your same. So anyway, uh, 
let's see. We've talked about. We, oh, you know what? Let's let's play a game. I wasn't going to do this. We're going to do this once once a month. It's seven. Uh, at the time of uh, airing, it's July twenty first. So we'll remember this. We're going to play a little game tonight, Jim. Yeah. And I, just to make sure this works, I'm going to turn your mic off and see if you can hear me. Because if you can hear me after I turn your mic off, this isn't going to work. So, on the count of three. One, two, three. Jim, can you hear me? I don't think he heard me. Did you hear me say, Jim, can you hear me? Nope. I, okay, so... If you're and in, if I did, I wouldn't admit to it at this point. Okay, here's what we're doing. Okay, you, you better admit <laughs> no, to I it didn't. This is in the interest of fairness <laughs> and honesty. All right, so here's here's what we're going to do. We're going to play the secret word. We mentioned that show Groucho Marx was on earlier. So I, in a minute, I'm going to turn Jim's mic off, and I'm going to give the audience the secret word. If any time during the show you hear Jim say that word, Either type it in the chat room, and do me one better. Um, type it in the chat room so I know who you are and I can make the announcement. But do me one better. Send me an email to our fantastic website at gmail.com and enclose your, the emailing address. And uh, don't type the secret word in after I say it to the audience, audience, because if you do, Jim will know it. No, the secret word is not inconceivable. No. No, nice try. He's trying to guess it. So, if if anybody get if Jim says the secret word and somebody calls attention to it, you will get uh, will will send you a special a little prize. But you have to email me to our fantastic website at gmail dot com with your mailing address and what the secret word is. Now, if you send it to me. I may send you an email back saying, sorry, you were the second or third one. Only the first person that gets this gets this. So that's that's how we're going to do that. I just I hate pop-ups. I just got a pop-up. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. I'm going to mute Jim's mic right now. Okay, his mic is muted. Audience, or Jim, can you hear me? Double. I'm just double-checking. Okay, audience, the secret word is... And I'll take either singular or plural of this. It's dollar or dollars. Dollar or dollars. I'll take either the singular or plural version of that. Okay, Jim, we're back online with you. Did you get the secret word? Did you hear it? I heard everything you said. You did not, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, all right. So, audience, if you're in the chat room and you're ready to play this, let me know. Just, just type, I heard the secret word. So I know you guys heard it. That'll be great. And, folks, he... Honestly, the audience, uh, listening audience tonight live may not get the secret word. They may not catch it. If you hear it in the podcast, send me an email anyway. And uh, we'll we'll go from there and see what happens. This will be fun. I, I've, I've been wanting to try this. We'll see how this works. <laughs> so, Jim, i got to tell you about a little device I bought a few weeks ago. It's called a mouse tender. Um, yeah, I, I work from home. And occasionally, if I get up to use the the restroom or get me a beverage or something like that, Sarah's in the chat room. She is, what is that, Sarah the Awesome? Yes. Okay, that's pretty cool. Don't sell yourself short. That's that's called truth and advertising. I I think she's selling herself short, myself. So, um, anyway. (laughs) You you may be right. Yeah. So, anyway, um, if I get up for just a minute or two, my computer will lock up on me. 
and it's annoying. It's a it's a setting that's set by the IT department of the company I work for. Well, I bought this little mouse, and it's got like a little spin cycle in it, and uh, a spin cycle. That sounds like a washing machine. It's got like a little clock built into it that rotates about every second. And what you do is you put the electric eye, that little red laser of your mouse, on top of that little wheel, and it rotates under it. And it's got a color, like a color graph. And it makes the, makes the computer think the mouse is moving, and it's not, which keeps my computer awake. So, um, let's see. We're going to check the link real quick. I, I, I know we're on the air because we've got listeners right now, Jim. So... Probably on the leading edge. Uh, I know that, um, let's see, uh, the gentleman that runs QSTAR has been off and on on vacation. So um, that may be why we're not on tonight. Uh, but I know we're, we're on one of those because we've got people listening. So that's okay. But anyway, that mouse tender was pretty good. I, I picked it up for uh, around 30 and... Um, it, it hasn't failed me yet. I used to have Sarah hold my mouse while I got up for a minute, and she'd just shake it every now and then. <laughs> so she, Sarah has been replaced uh, ah! in that aspect. <laughs> but she's grateful for it, too. Yes, so, I know. Yes. Anyway. So, what, Jim, I'm curious. I've told you what I've had for lunch today. What was on your menu, real quick? We had, uh, like, like the, the Little Caesars Five Meat Oh. Lovers. Pizza. Yeah, those are good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of pizza, yesterday, well, no, it wasn't yet. Well, I bought one yesterday, but about a week or so ago, I got um, a one of those cauliflower crust pizzas for like seven bucks with three cheeses on it. And uh, I, okay, Jim, I don't know what to tell you. We're we're live on there, and it's showing on the air. We're connected. So okay. I. I I know we've got people listening. So, uh, who is the eager specimen? They just signed in. I'd be curious to know who that is. So, why civilian is? I don't. I don't know uh, who that is. So, uh, okay, go over to Leading Edge Radio Network, folks. I don't know why we're not on the air. That is. That is Leading Edge. Right. Uh, that's, that's got your dad on. That's okay. Let me. Um, Interesting. Try Q-Star, folks. I don't know why that's uh, not working. I know that it has worked before. It says we're connected to the server on my end. So, appreciate all that. Uh, we will check up on this. We, we're we probably having some problems. We'll go from there later. So, uh, Jim, we'll just continue on with the podcast like we are. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to disconnect the server and then try signing back in. See if that works. There might be a minute to pa- uh, pause on that. It says we're on the air. So, I came back on right quick, so... Well, we're on QSTAR, it sounds like, so... Okay. Yeah, definitely. I just I just checked QSTAR, and it's, and it's also your father preaching. Oh, no, that's not good. I mean, it's good that my dad's preaching, but uh, something is wrong, obviously. Let me do this. I got another program here. I'll pull that up here in a second. We'll try to get on that one and see if we can't... Uh... Okay, that's not working either. All right. Boy, I don't know what to tell you, folks. Uh, Jim, if you would, do me a kind word. I guess the secret word of the day is not going to work. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for it in a podcast. Folk, Jim, if you would type into the chat room, we apologize. We're having technical difficulties tonight. And okay. we'll, we'll move right along. So, 
<clears throat> so we'll we'll get this fixed. I don't know why that's not working. It worked fine last week. So um, the only thing I can think of is the administration over there might have changed passwords and didn't tell me. Maybe we've been fired and don't know it. Oh no. So so uh, we'll we'll go there. Anyway, Jim's typing that message in the chat room. We'll continue on with the podcast. Boy, what a terrible night. We were doing good, too. I'm, yeah. Folks, I'm so sorry if you're listening to the podcast that uh, you're not being able to hear us live tonight. We will get that uh, get that fixed. So Definitely. So, um, I'm, I'm, just, let, let, I'm at a loss right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe we should carry on with like trivia. Or yeah, absolutely, quotes? absolutely. Uh, I'm waiting for Jim. He's uh, um, Jim. Just let him know that they can pick up the podcast uh, t- tonight, uh, late tonight, or tomorrow morning, and we'll go with that. Um, and Jim, when you're ready, we'll we'll do some quotes. Ooh, fun, 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 fun. So we'll yeah. just. Uh, I can hear Jim. Jim is typing away. Typing away. He's ta- he's our customer service department right there. Let me tell you. All right. <laughs> well, pardon uh, me. Do you speak Hindustani? Okay. <laughs> what? What did you say? <laughs> pardon me. Do you speak Hindustani? We only speak. I... <laughs> yeah, that's right. We I, only I, speak I, I, chicken. I, I speak <laughs> like I was born in the Punjab, my friend. Okay. Well, enough of that nonsense. Yeah. All right, Jim. Do you have any quotes? We'll let you go first with the quotes. <laughs> okay, um, I, I saw one. I saw one earlier, and I thought this was this was uh, th- this sounded like something Sarah might say, almost, but nope. not. Um, uh, husbands are like wine; they take a long time to mature. Oh dear. Mm, okay. Not not really, but she could have. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, considering that I don't drink wine, but yeah, we don't. <laughs> right, right. That was the part that I was trying to. I don't know. I should have thought I, I, that one through better. I, I've, I've, we'll I've, take your word for it, Jim. I, I honestly don't know who that is, um, but I've heard the Suzanne Sugar Baker version of that from Design. Which is well. what? What's that? Men are like Kleenex. You know, they're so disposable. <laughs> Which is terrible. You know, you have to remember she went on a lot of dates on that show. So, (laughs) Um, and and I have to apologize in advance that the majority, if not all, of my quotes tonight are going to be unascribed. We don't Ah. we don't have a point of origin here. Oh, Um, one of my favorites is I'm not insulting you. I'm describing you. Ooh. Wow. I like that. I'm gonna have to (laughs) remember that. That's interesting. Um, You're gonna use that against me later, aren't you? In, in a court of gym. In a court of um, <laughs> kangaroo court. That's what that is, kangaroo court. That's right. Um, kangaroo ninjas. So Kangaroo ninjas. What else you right. got, Jim? Uh, what can I say? I swear like a sailor and use please and thank you like a saint. I'm complicated. <laughs> oh. Donald Trump? <laughs> no, that's un- unascribed. He, oh, he unascribed. Said a lot. He said a lot, yes. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, if, Cinder- if Cinderella's shoe fit perfectly, then why, oh, why did it fall off? Oh, but then you wouldn't it have a true storyline. Your true storyline. Oh, you mean a good storyline? Your childhood story is a lie. I was gonna say there must be something about the story. I don't know, but now you've clarified that for me. Thank you. Yes. So, all right. Any more? Or is um, it my turn? Uh, how I turn. feel when there's no coffee depresso 
Depresso. Ooh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, coming from the coffee queen over there. Hey. Uh, common Not sense much. is like deodorant. The people who need it most never use it. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out alive. Yeah, that's true. I've heard that before. Who said that? Um, unascribed. I, boy, I'm trying to think. You'll never get out. I think that's a country song, but I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I've lost... I, I, I've not lost my mind. Half of it just went wandering off to find the other half and, <laughs> and never came back. That's good. Okay. Oh, wow. What a roll. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, <laughs> I love sarcasm. It's like punching people in the face, but with words. Mm, Interesting. <laughs> okay, go words. ahead. Okay. Before I get myself in trouble. Okay. We're... All right. Dwight D. Eisenhower said, Well, when you come down to it, I don't see that a reporter could do much to a president. Do you? I don't know. Let's ask Jim Acosta. Um oh. Actually, I don't. I think these reporters think they're hurting Trump. They're just hurting themselves. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. John F. Kennedy. This is, this is true. Mothers all want their sons to grow up to be president, but they don't want them to become politicians in the process. That's a good one. Yeah. George Washington. Associate yourself with men of good quality if you esteem your own reputation, for it is better to be alone than in bad company. Uh, George Washington. Thank, that, and I like that's that one. Sarah's contribution, too. Okay, let's see. I got a few more here. Uh, George Washington's good friend, Thomas Thomas Jefferson, old Tommy said, Nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving his goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. Good stuff. So, and uh, they had a, another friend on down the road. Uh, actually, I think they probably didn't know him. Andrew Jackson said, Any man worth his salt will stick up for what he believes is right, but it takes a slightly better man to acknowledge instantly and without reservation that he is an error. That's good. I like that one. People are signing out of the chat room. Gee, I wonder why. Well, I can't, I, I can't help but feel sorry for for them and us. This is not good. We've never had that happen before. So, all right. Franklin Pierce said, while men inhabiting different parts of his of this vast continent cannot be expected to hold the same opinions. They can unite in a common objective and sustain common principles. Every expert was once a beginner. That was said by supposedly my great-great-great-uncle, President Rutherford B. Hayes. So, anyway, that's our quotes for the night. Jim, I've got a question for you. I know that you've done... Research on, uh, did I pronounce his name right? Mr. Epstein, the billionaire that was recently arrested on some sort of, what is sex trafficking or child pornography or child molestation, something like that. What's the story behind that? What do you know so far? So far, what we're looking at, um, the the backstory of it is, is that, like you say, the guy was... Uh, he's brought up on charges. There's evidence that was found. Um, there's witnesses that have come forth. Um, and he is currently being held without bond. Right. Um, the it, It's kind of a strange thing that, you know, I, I... This is one of those disturbing sets of circumstances where the truth of the situation 
and taking care of the victims should be first and foremost. And it's not. Right. And that's a problem. Um, in the first place, this Epstein character, uh, ap- apologies if I'm mispronouncing. I'm, I'm, I'm coming no, by you're my, fine. If I'm in error, I'm coming by it honestly and sincerely. Um, that he, he's a Democrat. And that yeah. should be unimportant to this conversation. Right. It should be unimportant to that con- to this conversation. Uh, the problem is is that it's not, and the reason that it's not is the way that the that the uh, the, the 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 left is twisting this, and now we have to set the record straight. What's happened is this: is that the guy he's a Democrat, he's brought up on charges. Uh, he had the likes of Clinton, both Clintons, um, at his uh, private island. Uh, he had Prince Andrew. He had a number of other people uh, that were there. Um, and there was there was uh, allegedly uh, criminal sexual acts that were taking place uh, on minors that he paid for people to groom, bring them to him, and then paid them for these for these uh these services um the there were there were the people that initially had held him uh were treating this as if it was a simple matter of prostitution which is immoral enough right but what they weren't dealing with is the fact that these were minors right so you don't get to treat this as a simple matter of 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 generic immorality uh as you would with with prostitution um, because they were minors. So now you're dealing with pedophilia, um, which, which moves the decimal place over several places um, in how we should handle this. The problem is, is that when this happened under uh, democratic administrations, crickets, absolutely. CNN did not comment on this. They didn't want to touch it. Uh, Right. CNBC did not touch it. Nothing. The minute that they can find some shoestring relation to Donald Trump, they want to jump all over this as if Donald Trump had some part in this. Donald Trump had no part in this. The only right. thing that had happened is that Donald Trump had made some public comments about, yeah, this guy, he seems like a nice guy. And it was like just that generic. Well, now all of a sudden the Democrats want they they find their moral outrage and say Donald Trump has affirmed this guy blah 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 and he's immoral. It's like well wait 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 wait. All of this happened under a Democrat administration, and you guys were silent. And now that Donald Trump makes some generic, yeah, I, I met the guy one time. He was a nice guy. Now you're going to take this somehow as Donald Trump is down with this? And in the process of doing research, I think I found a quote that really sums that up. Uh, And the quote was made by Ann Coulter. She says, this is how the American media works. I'll tell the same story that we've frantically been suppressing for a decade connected to Trump and win a Pulitzer Prize. Okay. And I'm like, no, that's exactly what's happened. And Ann Coulter, you know, rings the bell of truth again. Um, but where we're at right now with this story is that now that this has come to light 
and now that we we have to deal with it um then the question becomes okay well under the trump administration how is this being handled and after after the the left and after epstein's lawyers uh have been trying to get him out on bail right uh, because when he was held before he was al- he was held he was allowed to go to his own home he was allowed out on on like work release and all kinds of stuff um he had paid like $128,000 or so uh to use the sheriff's department as his private security while all this is going on and allowed to go back to his home and and that was all under the Democrats. Now that we're dealing with this at the level that it's supposed to be, because it's pedophilia, right. um, now, under the Trump administration, now we're finally seeing the kinds of, uh, of, of, of handling that we would have hoped would have been the case from the beginning. Now he's arrested. Now he's being held without bond. And even though his lawyers have said, we will pay any amount, we will do anything we can, just let him go, uh, let him go home, let him, uh, let him be out on, on bail. And the courts have said, no, we consider him an extreme flight risk. And they have found, um, that partially because they have found uh, uh, Austrian passports at his, at his home when they searched him for the, uh, yeah when they when they searched his home for uh uh, p- uh pedophilia mater- uh, wow. material uh child pornography which they did find right um so you know we're not just dealing with something that's that, that, that this is somehow all conjecture this is the stuff they found and and the only reason we're saying alleged is because we're obligated to do that until he's convicted right it's, but but when when the common man deals with it says you know alleged my big toe He's alleged nothing. The guy's guilty. Yes. Uh, but uh, the fact of the matter is, is that they found all these materials. Uh, he is going to be found guilty unless unless an attorney can get him off on some kind of a technicality. But they have denied him bond on the basis that they, the courts, they uh, consider him to be an extreme flight risk. And they've denied all pe- pleas at leniency on that matter. And that information comes from Fox News. Huh. So, uh, from what I understand, have you heard or read anything about our former president being connected uh, with any of this? Yes. Oh, yes. He was, they were, they were friends, and uh, this guy owns a private island that has been given several uh, very colorful uh, names following these, uh, these events. Um, And uh, yes, both Clintons, Bill and Hillary. Oh, is that right? Uh, were on the island. Um, I'm trying to think. There was several. There were several others. Uh, but as far as I know, mm-hmm. Trump Trump never was. So the worst that they can say of Donald Trump is that in a generic left-handed comment about him, he just said, "Oh yeah, I've met him before. He's a nice guy." Nothing to it, though. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's all you got on Trump. But they will they will break themselves in half backwards to try to make a Trump connection. But for a dec for a decade now. These other people have been connected, and what we get out of CNN and CNBC, absolute crickets. Huh. But, but yes, there is, there is a definite Clinton, administra- so, uh, Clinton uh, connection with this guy, um, and, and, there's, and there's very reasonable concerns as to uh, 
whether whether they may have been engaged in similar activities. Okay. So what's the, going to happen question, next, do you think? Um, well, it, being as he's being held without bail, uh-huh. um, my my hope and my belief is, is and that, that is the final word on it, but if you're asking me for my, my conjecture. Just, yeah, your opinion. Um, it, being as he's being held without bail, I think we may actually see some justice on this. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm anxious to see what happens uh, with the fallout in the Clintons. With the Clintons, that's what I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing. Seeing as what happened, I, I'm just. I mean, we I, have to we have to come back to this this point. Uh huh. That um, it is. Yeah, we're kind of looking at this, and and we're saying we'd like to see these people implicated, but but we have to we have to. We have to maintain at some level in this conversation that right. the highest priority beyond the politicization of it is that the victims will receive justice. And that was that was one of the uh one of the things that was discussed within it is that the uh that the victims would be amply and properly compensated as much as as much as financial restitution could possibly um could possibly represent that. I will. I will say this. I heard that um, Epstein has. Uh, this has been reported in several uh, news sources that he actually has a ranch here in New Mexico, Ooh. which really kind of surprised me. I would like to also add right now, Jim. I have fixed the problem through the back door. We are on the air. We've been on the air for about ten minutes now. So uh, unfortunately, everybody's ran off. <laughs> So I sent a couple of Facebook messages out telling him we fixed it, we're on the air. Uh, found out what the problem was, got it fixed, so that won't happen again. It shouldn't happen again. So Yeah. yeah. So I'm so sorry. Anyway, the secret word thing's still going on, but I don't think there's anybody in the chat room right now to play. So if you're listening to the podcast, hey, game on. So um, anyway. Well, then so, the question is, is do they even know what the secret word is? Well, here's the... No, they wouldn't. Uh, but uh, maybe we'll... Uh, you know, at this point, it's just going to be open for the pod, podcast players, I guess. So we'll we'll do it that route. So anyway, boy, what a, what a night. Boy, we got... And this is something so simple, I should have caught it from the get-go, but... Uh, Anyway, so um, anyway, we'll we'll wait and see what happens with this Epstein case. Jim, have you ever had your IQ tested before? Not not in any way that I um, trust. Not in any way that I would trust. Yeah. Okay. Do you do you know about where you might fall in? Honestly, I don't because, like I say, that the one time I I took some silly little free online thing, right? And and of course they want you to feel good about yourself and, ah, thanks. <laughs> and buy a, buy a product. So well, you're not uh, helping I, me any because I was going <laughs> to brag about my IQ score here. And just no, honestly, I get it. I I actually took two of them, and uh, one looked pretty good. It had some pretty hard questions on it, and uh, I scored 134. I thought, nice. well, hey, that's that's pretty good, and um, so I took the other one, which was equally as hard, but different types of questions, and I'm not even going to tell you what I scored on that one. Uh, it wasn't 134; it it was it was a little lower. <laughs> so I, I I tried I tried one years back, and and like I say, I don't I don't put anything to this right, uh, and I only did it once because it's like I was bored. 
okay, yeah, let's, right. let's just play with this. And, and that's that's why you ta- you do a lot of things like that. But I did it, it just because I was bored, and it came out as uh, like 140. So I was, hey, I was good, in the same well, ballpark so, as yeah. you. So um, if, if you do want to have fun with one, the, the website is iq-score.org. Oh. Yeah, so I, I did that, and I don't probably, know. I, I probably play that later, just for just for kicks and grins. Yeah. yeah, I took one years ago. It wasn't an IQ test; it was an aptitude test, and it had like a picture of belts and wheel, uh, wheels and uh, what do you call them, gears and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it basically said which direction will does gear A turn, you know, and everything uh. was labeled, and you had to sit there and study it and play out the machine in your. Uh, in your mind to see which which way that gear turned, and boy, you'd you'd, you'd take your pencil and you kind of follow the gear around and the belt and everything else, and then all of a sudden you'd lose your place and have to start all over. Oh, no. <laughs> so and then realize that the test is evaluating you on how much time it takes. Yeah, pretty belt. much. I did. I did, <laughs> I think I might have told you about this. I, I took a um, psychological evaluation test to get in the police academy. And uh, maybe some people that are listening right now will uh, hear this and laugh, thinking, well, that doesn't surprise me. But I'll explain it. I failed the psychological evaluation to get into the police department two or three times. And there's a reason for that. And Jim and I were were brought up differently than the average American. Um, I was brought up where you you never heard a four-letter word in our home. If you did, it was on TV, and if you did hear it on TV, the channel was changed rather quickly. Yeah. Um, that's how I grew up. We grew up in a environment where it took a lot to get us angry. We would be calm, talk things through. So I took this psychological evaluation, and I answered questions according to how I was raised and, and how I was brought up. And I took it a couple of times, and they said I failed. And the results were always, Jason thinks dishonestly too highly of himself uh you know he he thinks higher of himself than he ought to think and um they called me in the office i said look we can give this to you one more time but if you fail you're probably never going to get into a police academy in missouri again and i was like oh okay well no harm no foul i'll I'll try it one more time when i realized that the results said that i i was i thought better of myself than i should have I realized it was because of the line of thinking that I was using. Because the questions were like, sometimes when I get angry, I swear. And I don't. It's not in me. It's not part of my vocabulary. So I uh, would mark, no, never. And that's true. I don't. I just don't. Sarah can attest to that. Yes, I can. So um, I realized that this this was hurting my chances to become a police officer. And so what I did was... I got my pencil, I took the test, and I didn't even read the questions. I went through and just started circling, <laughs> question, uh, filling in circles at random. And would you believe I passed at that time? Oh. oh. Yeah. Wow. So that's how I got in the police academy. So wow. I, I would like to say it looks like Rich Merrick and, and uh, also, uh, yeah, Rich Merrick and Larry are back in in the chat room. So we're going to do this again. I'm going to do it one more time because we've got a few minutes left. Jim, I'm going to put you on mute for just a minute. Folks, we're playing a game called The Secret Word. If you hear Jim say the word 
dollar or dollars anytime during the broadcast, send me an email to our fantastic website at gmail.com. Mention that you heard Jim say the word. Mention what the word is. Put in your address, and I'll send you a prize. That's all there is to it. Dollar or dollars. Jim, you're back online with us. So. And Jim's quote of the day is, an yeah. apple a day keeps anyone away if you throw it hard enough. You're still ha- <laughs> yeah, if you still haven't said the secret word. So... <laughs> Anyway, I did tell them, so we'll see if they hear. We've only got a, a few minutes left, <laughs> about, oh, I think about 13 minutes left, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I heard about this female reporter in Mississippi. I wish I had this this up, That um, the link to the story. She's upset because she says that the governor, uh, candidate for governor, who's a Republican, she's accusing him of sexism because he refused her request to shadow him on the campaign trail. She wanted to ride around with him when he was out by himself uh, going from place to place. And he, he said, that's fine. He said, I just asked that you bring a male counterpart, a colleague, with you. He did this for the same reason Pence does it. Right, exactly. To protect himself. He and his wife, as part of their marital vows, not necessarily their wedding vows, but they vowed to each other, that they would never put themselves in a compromising position where anybody could accuse them of doing something because they were alone with a member of the opposite sex. I respect him for this. I really, really do. She is now claiming that this governor, this candidate for governor, is denying him because of her sex. Well, no, he's asking for an accommodation. Uh, She's the one that's denying him that accommodation. And I'll tell you what, I, I boy, if I lived in Mississippi, I'd vote for this guy in a heartbeat. This guy's got right. some common sense. We need more candidates like him. If we had more candidates like him, we'd have a lot less candidates like Bill Clinton. Think about that. Um, well, that all depends and, and, on what your definition of the word is, is. The definition of what word? Is. Equals? Oh, e- <laughs> you, you lost me. No, back back when Clinton was going through the inquiries about his his stupidity, right? He was he was asked, um, he was asked very specific questions by uh, the Department of, uh, of Justice regarding his his relationship with uh, right with these A women. Person. <laughs> yeah, and 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 they 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 called him on lying. He's like, you were under oath, right? And you said you said this, that, and the other. And 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 Bill Clinton came back and says, "Well, that all depends on what your definition of the word is." Is okay, yeah, um, yeah. I, I you know, <laughs> speaking of Clinton lying, I sent you a video this week. I don't know if you had a chance to watch it on a woman talking about how to spot a liar. Very, I did not have a you, chance. You ought to go I back was, and watch that. She yeah, actually used was, a clip of Bill Clinton in oh in her. It was it was it was a TED talk too presentation. Um, you know, of course, TED talks. I would assume that the folks who administer them are slightly liberal, but I'll say this for them. They hide it rather well. Uh, I I like watching the TED Talks. I I sent you another one with Mike Rowe, Things I Learned on Dirty Jobs, which was a really, really good one. So, anyway. um, Yeah, I've I've checked out some of the... I, I would... I would agree with your assessment of the TED Talks. There's one that I, I draw out from time to time. Uh, Scott Sonnen, uh, Olympic uh, wrestling champ, 
uh, has a TED Talk where he says, uh, uh, the, the TED Talk is called How We Suppress Genius. And I, I tend to think that you're probably right, that they are uh, kind of liberal-ish, but they, uh, they're, they're not annoying about it as a rule. Right. And that they, 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 do, they do at least make the case for being kind of even-handed. Right. Yeah. Another good TED and, Talk. And I, I, can, I can deal with that. Uh, um, another good TED Talk. Well, I can't remember his first name. This Veach fellow that does the, he responds to scammers via email. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, you remember his first name? Is it Chris or Adam or something like that? I thought it was I Michael. I don't remember, but I know the yeah. one you're talking Michael about. Michael or Steve. I don't think it's either one of those, hun. But, um, boy, we'll, we'll have to put some links up on the on the website. Those are hilarious. Oh, my goodness. This guy really, he plays with them for days. <laughs> and finally they sent him an email, please stop emailing us. <laughs> you know? well, well, that or, the, he, what was it? He, he puts them on a repeater so his computer automatically, automatically responds. Yeah, responds. He, he was one, trying to unsubscribe from one about a grocery store that was, uh, they were trying to... Um, have, they were having a grand opening, yeah. And so he he like really got into him. Told him he would be there. He would he would rent the bouncy castle and all this, you know. And he'd be <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not doing a bouncy castle. And he he just well, who's going to pay for it? I've already already put put it on hold, made a deposit. And so finally, they sent him an email that says, "Thank you for uh, your email. Your case number is." And it was a random number, uh-huh. and so he put a code in his autoresponder. That would increase a number that he would give them. Thank you for your email. Your case number is zero 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 one, and then automatically it would send back him another one, and they would just go back and forth for days. And I don't know what happened, but it was it was funny. This, yes. I think it was James James Veach. Uh, maybe I, I don't know. We'll we'll have to look that up later. Anyway, but you know, yeah, the whole bouncy castle and what he's was it? funny. There was somebody from. Uh, Africa that he was, you know, was trying to get his money. The Nigerian scammers. Speaking of which, I got another phone call this week from somebody telling me my social security number had been compromised and I need to call back to verify information or my card would be voided. Yeah, that doesn't work that way. So, anyway. What was it from uh, where I'm from? What was it? Somebody told was told that they needed to pay off the IRS, actually. And yeah, I used to get those I, calls. iTunes cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, Go you, to the store, buy 60 iTunes cards, come back and read us the numbers. Yeah, and, you know, then your IRS bill will be, be paid off. And right. Like, yeah, if you believe that. <laughs> yep. So, uh, we've got Wondering One... Oh, they signed in and signed right out. I don't know who that is. Anyway, that's okay. Boy, we've got this messed up tonight, but uh, boy, I think we I think we got it fixed, Jim, to where it won't happen again. Um, so anyway, um, July 9th this year, something that only happens once in a a great great while. Yeah. A man climbed over the fence at Niagara Falls and went over the Horseshoe Falls oh. and survived the plunge. He didn't even go over in a barrel. Wow. You're not like you stuntmen do, but he survived. They found him below, sitting on a rock on the edge, like on the shore, and he he just had minor bruises. And of course, they they took him to a psychiatric hospital where they slapped him around a little bit and said, "What were you thinking?" Right, um, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I don't know what possesses people to do that. I 
I've looked. You've been to the falls, haven't you, Jim? Yeah, Sarah, it's, you? It's been several years. No, actually, yes. I okay. haven't. Uh-huh. I went when I was a child, uh, well, teenager, child in my book. Um, and I can't imagine going over the falls in any kind of in in any kind of a contraption, let alone uh, just what I've got on. I can't imagine that. No, it's it's it, when you see the sheer power of of what you're dealing with. Um, any notion that you're going to go that you're going to survive this. Um, and unless, like you say, there's there's some real psychological issues there. Um, any notion that you're going to survive the power that this thing puts out um, is 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 gone. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I even from the photos I've seen from like National Geographic and what else do I want to say? The old classic movie Niagara. I think I forget who was in that, but still, I mean, come on. You know, just the sound of the crushing water. <laughs> it's it's a sight to behold, that's for sure. I will say this. When I went, it was big and huge, but I was a little disappointed. I'd seen pictures on a postcard, of course, of Niagara Falls. And when I got mm-hmm. there, it wasn't near as big as I thought it was going to be. And honestly, when I went to the Grand Canyon the first time, before I got there, I thought, well, it's going to be like Niagara Falls. It looks big on a photograph or a postcard, but it's not going to be that big. I had no idea. Sure how enough. monstrous it was going nope, to nope. be. <laughs> right. Rich Merrick says, ever ride the Maid of the Mist? That will change your mind instantly. I did ride the Maid of the Mist. I sure did. Um, I actually saw the uh, one of the Maid of the Mist uh, rides, I think it was in an old episode of My Three Sons or something. It had Fred Murray in it, whatever I watched. He was on the Maid of the Mist. I remember that. Uh, so, yeah. I've re- Have you ridden the Maid of the Mist, Jim? No. No, they put you in a a big uh, raincoat. You have to wear a raincoat to get on board. I remember that. So, uh, anyway, speaking of... um, I went in a tunnel that passes under the falls. I've heard... Oh, okay, Jim. You you could have said that, you know. Uh, Well, I was already halfway (laughs) through typing it when you Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, so... Yeah, Jim, let me explain this. The chat room is for people to interact with us, uh, (laughs) you know. And we read it back. We don't have to type anything on there unless, you know, it's, uh, oh, hey, sorry. That's how that works? Yeah, that's how that works. We, we can say it. They can hear us. That's how it works. So uh, speaking of how things work, Berkeley, California's their minds aren't working there, too. Um, manhole cover, manholes are now no longer manholes. They're maintenance holes. Uh, they're changing the their code books to take out gender references. There's no, they're no longer policemen. Uh, they're police officers, I, you know, which I've heard the term police officers all the time. But yeah. if a man pulls me over, I'm going to refer to him as a police officer. If a woman pulls me over, I'll refer to her as a police woman. I'm not going to, yeah, ma'am. ma'am. I'm not going to go police person, you know, or police officer. Right. I, it, it's just, it's just ridiculous. That's what it is. It's just ridiculous. Well, I always encountered that as a male person, whatever you want male to call person. it. Yeah, you know, people would say say mailman and they're like oh, oh, oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you know mailwoman i'm like That's, i don't, I don't yeah. care <laughs> we, we have a male woman that delivers our mail a male mm-hmm. lady uh but i'm not going to call her a male person yeah you know that's just silly silly yes very silly so and oh i'm sorry go ahead honey well i was just gonna say and there it is so yeah there it is yeah so anyway 
Uh, folks, it's time for us to wrap up, uh, unfortunately. I know that some of you online didn't get much of the show, but hey, here's the good news. You can jump back on ourfantasticwebsite.com and download it from there. And of course, <laughs> you'll, help, uh, you'll help us because uh, when the downloads come, you haven't downloaded it, you've only heard part of it live, but when you download it, our numbers jump a little bit. That helps us. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Please don't for- do. Don't forget what the secret word is is um i'm muting jim's mic again dollars dollar or dollar dollars or dollar um if you hear that those in the uh, podcast jim's mic's back on now uh then we can uh we'll no, send you not. something it's your mic's back on now yes it is no, it's not. yes it is <laughs> so anyway <laughs> uh, we, sarah and i like to say we picked up a weirdo so yes we did all right so anyway don't you know, having a good friend like Jim is awesome. It's one of the best investments I've ever made. Friendship is a good investment. Why don't you go out and make an investment with somebody new this week? Sarah? Yes. Always make sure if you have some sort of handicap or something like that, make sure you have a medical alert bracelet on you. Awesome. And Jim, you get the last word. Please turn on the Amber Alerts on your phone. The life you save may be someone that you know and care for. You all have a great night. This has been the Biscuits and Gravy Show.